can't stand the news It's always the same old song Another corporate scam Another story of bad gone wrong Another corporate bailout Another piece of the pie It's the best democracy money can buy They rig the elections Hello! Welcome to HSV Progressive, and I'm Joy Johnson. This is uh, your podcast for micro, local-level political action and activity in Huntsville and Madison, Alabama, Madison County, and North Alabama and surrounds, and who knows what else might come up. I'm glad you found us. Please do the usual stuff. Rate and comment and subscribe and share, um, especially to local people who might be interested or need to be educated about what the local politics is, what local politics are going on. Um, I uh, can currently be reached at um, Facebook at Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers. Please leave me a message there if, uh, if you have some input. Thank you for joining. Enjoy the show. Um, and I'll see you next week again. Thanks. Okay, today, it, um, the 31st of January, I'm going to talk ultimately about the city council meeting on the 13th of January. Um, but first, I want to go ahead and do uh, deliver, as promised, um, a poem. This one is by Stephen Spender. It's called, I Think Continually of Those. I think continual of those who were truly great, who, from the womb, remembered the soul's history through corridors of light where the hours are suns, endless and singing, whose lovely ambition was that their lips, still touched with fire, should tell of the spirit clothed from head to foot in song and who hoarded from the spring branches the desires falling across their bodies like blossoms. What is precious is never to forget the delight of the blood drawn from ageless springs, breaking through rocks in worlds before our earth, never to deny its pleasure in a simple morning light, nor its grave evening demand for love, never to allow the gradual allow gradually the traffic to smother with noise and fog the flowering of the spirit. Near the snow, near the sun, in the highest fields, see how these names are fetid by the waving grass and by the streamers of white cloud and whispers of wind in the listening sky. The names of those who in their lives fought for life and who wore at their hearts fire, the fire's center Born of the sun, they traveled a short while towards the sun and left the vivid air signed with their honor. Okay, so on to City Council, January 30, 13th. Sorry. Um, I, am I always arrive late because I have to work, okay? So I miss the um, opening invocation and usually miss 
oh, the when they hand out awards and that kind of fun stuff. On the 13th, I arrived in time to hear item seven, uh, where the United Way was talking to city council about what they had done with money that they'd gotten from the city, I presume. Um, as the agenda says, on the use of city budget allocations and the work of the United Way. What really stood out for me here was that they were having to give rides to people um, and justifying their use of city funds uh, in that they had to give rides to people who could get to work on public transport, but the, the public transport didn't run late enough for them to get home. So the United Way was having to send people to pick them up and bring them back home. In other words, it is well known that Huntsville does not have adequate public transportation. Go figure. Maybe we can change that one of these days. Uh, the next thing that came up on the agenda, item number 10, were some public hearings to be set. So that means there was no... Um, uh, discussion or public input, they just uh, called out what these were about. So they uh, ran, they usually run through these very quickly. Um, but three, the first three items here were resolutions to de declare a public nuisance. Um, I don't, I don't know what it's like in other cities, but I, I'm just, uh, this I don't know. It, this seems to come up a lot here to me. I really, I don't know if it's out of the ordinary or if it's normal. And if it's normal, it seems to come up too much. Anyway, a lot of these places look like homeless camps. And it seems like they're using euphemisms for uh, clearing homeless camps, declaring a public nuisance. Um in, instead of addressing the problem that maybe we have with homelessness, couldn't we try to do things like keep people in their homes and help them do that instead of going to all the trouble of of uh, cleaning up and, and getting people out of these places? Maybe l helping them might be I don't know, a possibility. Um, uh, then they went on to discuss some zoning things that were being set for a public hearing on the 27th, which has come and gone. So we'll talk about those on the 27th, probably. Um, some of these were set also for farther in the future the end of February. We'll hear more about those. Uh, then came, um, uh, you know, uh, there was the, there were no public comments related to the agenda so far as I recall. Then um, come the comments from the city councilman and the mayor, which you, you, I'm sure you guys all know that a, a lot of uh, regulations and changes have been made around when public comments can be made and what they can be on and um, when you can sign up and, you know, all kinds of fun, interesting, new and exciting ways to 
make it harder to understand how you can make a public comment or to simply endure and stay there for your chance to make your public comment. On the other hand, um, you know, this the public comments that went by um, that were supposed to be agenda-related, nobody had any. Uh, but the city councilman and the mayor get to come up there every time and talk about anything they want to. And uh, they, it doesn't have to be agenda-related. Um, nobody needs to know in advance what they're going to talk about. Um, and, and by the way, nobody has to hear what their address is either. We do kind of know what district they live in. Maybe that ought to be adequate for people that want to stand up and speak. That they simply say what district they live in. What's sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander. Um, at any rate, uh, when Councilwoman Acreage spoke... She was uh, talking about the Police Department Citizens Action Committee and saying that it is a vehicle for change-making. I'm just saying I want to watch that, okay? Uh, Also, she was talking about new apartments that are coming up in her district. I sure would like to know if they're going to be affordable housing or not. We have a crisis of affordable housing. See my previous comments about homelessness problem. Um, And she brought up her um, personal campaign to get red light camera action, uh, cameras on the red lights to uh, record anybody who runs red lights. I noticed it didn't look to me that as if the chart that she t- brought up to justify this had anything that actually showed that the cameras actually reduce traffic incidents at all. And also she, it, she was uh, suggesting that uh, a private contractor be hired in order to do this. Um, in other words, neoliberalism. You know, the government can't do anything. It has to be a private contractor who sucks our money and is is motivated by profit instead of service. Watch out. Anyway, uh, they defeated the red light initiative at the last meeting. We'll probably talk more about that. Uh, Then Bill Kling um, also commended the chief of police, and uh, some mention was made of um, Alabama Bureau of Investigation called in to do um, uh, some investigation on something. And I wondered if the ABI were called in all the time. Um, I wonder if the culpability of police officers might change, if you know what I mean. Uh, Kling also invited Mr. Nunez, uh, the planning director, to come up and speak. And (laughs) it was kind of um, in 
to justification of what happened apparently with some residents who didn't feel they had been notified about some zoning stuff that was going on near where they lived. And um, the, I don't know, I think it's hilarious because Mr. Nunez decided to uh, spend a little bit of time at least blaming the Federal Postal Service um, because, you know, the mail had been slowed down. And, uh, um, okay, so that maybe dovetails with uh, the government's no good to do anything because, you know, obviously, look, they can't even run the post office. Of course, I think we all know that the problems at the post office have been horribly exacerbated by actions by the previous president, people that he has uh, uh, he has appointed, who who's sort of like uh, want to do to the post office what Betsy DeVos wanted to do to education, um, strip it down and sell it to the highest bidder, and let profit be your motive, and quality be damned. Um, I just found that a little bit amusing, shall we say? Um, he did say, however, planning is always available for a phone call. Of course, I don't know their phone number, and he didn't give it, but I assume a person could find it. Okay, fine. Um, apparently, planning meets once a month or something like that. Maybe we need to check into going to getting somebody to go to planning meetings, and, and because the lack of transparency in planning here is... Uh, depressing. That would be a word. Uh, then um, Mr. Meredith had his time at the mic uh, talking. Uh, he was talking about working with some homeowners association. Um, honestly, I'm way more interested in having my representatives work to help people and not homeowners associations. Uh, that uh, generally speaking, someplace with a homeowners association is not affordable housing as I would think of it, but I could be wrong. You guys get in touch with me, set me straight about that. Um, and, and then he, um, I started stumping for the HSV, the Huntsville TV stuff, like how the city council meeting is on HSV TV and, uh, and other things. And, um, and how C-Click Fix was there for us, and the green team was there for us. And I, I don't know, it started to sound a little bit defensive, like he knows that he's been part of the problem of um, decreasing our access, at least during city council meetings, by shutting down the Facebook um, broadcast and, chain, and going along with the changes to when public comments can be made, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, I'm just, that's my interpretation. I could be wrong, for sure. Uh, those were the only city councilmen who were there. Apparently, Devin Keith was out because he had COVID, but he was back on the 27th. And Jenny Robinson, Robertson, whatever, uh, was out with a sinus infection. She also had fun stories on the 27th about that. We'll talk about those then. Uh, item 18 on the agenda um, brought up uh, several um, 
ordinances for uh, easements. I believe there were three or four easement ordinances that were brought up. Yeah, four of them. Um, and, you know, we've been talking about property and zoning and zoning and, and, you know, what are people allowed to do and what parts are they not allowed to change and, and all this kind of stuff and what does do the different kinds of zoning codes mean and all this good stuff. And then we uh, are able to take over people's land with easements for utilities and drainage. And I just got to thinking, you know, um, I, I'm from Florida. Now, I didn't live there really long, so I'm not, you know, entirely familiar with the ins and outs of what the Florida government does. But I know that in Florida, they have what I would call um, lots of easements all over, in, in even in um, urban areas, for um, for ecological reasons, um, to protect the water quality and protect uh, the wildlife and that kind of stuff. Uh, how if we're if we're if on the one hand we can be concerned that if we change the zoning about something we can't tell people that they have to leave the trees alone. How about if we ha ha start introduce some legislation in the city that would allow us to have easements, not just for utility and drainage reasons, but for ecological reasons? Would that be a solution to our concerns about cutting down trees, losing habitat, um, losing uh, erosion due to losing of plant cover or um, some people are mostly concerned about just the way things look you know uh, without enough vegetation it's a it's a thought again um, in unfinished business they postponed discussion about the red light uh, cameras ostensibly because two of the council members were not there. That's the way I recall it. Um, a weird thing happened on item B, which was a, one of these little ordinance about uh, surplus, uh, selling of surplus equipment. Being, uh, They have to go through an ordinance every time they have a, some equipment and, uh, and uh, say that it's okay to sell it at auction, at a public auction. And somebody, I don't remember who, <laughs> said, uh, asked a question about whoever was talking about the surplus and made this comment about, you can let them know what you need. In, in it, you know, sort of innocently sounding like if you were, mm, for instance, maybe like uh, the United Way, who's toting people around. Maybe you need a van. So you could let these the city know that you need a van and then maybe i don't know when they had an, a surplus van they would let you know that they had one and you would show up at the auction however i don't know about you but that sounds like you can let them know what you need sounds like an invitation to corruption um i'd like to i'd like to make sure and anybody who knows anybody who works around the city equipment, 
I'd like to know that that's not happening, that people aren't coming to the city and going, boy, I need a van, or I need this, or I need that. And then magically, that winds up in an ordinance declaring certain equipment surplus to be sold at public auction. What the heck? Just I'm just curious about that. Um, okay, then came uh, item 20, which is new business. Um, yeah, they're, um, you know, their big, uh, big item is, you know, it, let's see, there were A through, da 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 A through, A through R, which is actually a pretty short list. I've, I've known them go, to go into the double letters, you know, in order to have enough letters to cover everything in, in uh, the agenda not number 20 item. Um, so there's always like a lot of, uh, of, um, items that fall under this. And what they do is they vote to, um, to pass, adopt all of them, uh, in a blanket movement, except for if any particular city council member wants to hold one, and talk about that separately. So they announce, every city councilman gets to announce which ones they want to hold, and then the rest of them that get approved in a blanket um, voice vote. Uh, almost, I mean, it's always unanimous, and they all get adopted. Well, you know, I know that the agendas are available, supposedly complete, on the Tuesday evening before city council happens on Thursday evening. Well, that's not a whole lot of time, especially for people who work, but hey, whatever. Uh, so certainly you could pour over these agenda items that get not discussed at all and blanket um, approval. But I just, you know, I don't know about you, but this blanket approval, uh, why do we have a city council meeting if even in our public meeting, we're not going to discuss a bunch of stuff? I'm just, it, is this a symptom of the lack of transparency that, my cats, that a lack of transparency problem um, with just kind of the way the city runs stuff? Like, uh, I don't know, like what you don't know won't hurt you or you just don't need to know, young lady, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it's a little bit disquieting. They did, however, on the 13th hold, I think about five items. Um, the first one had to do with hiring somebody named, uh, a company named Ripple Works. Uh, so there's another private um entity doing public work for profit motive. Um, another one had to do with hiring an architect. Um, and another one that they held was about giving um, a, a memorandum of understanding, MOU, okay, for those of you, you know, who want the, the acronyms, between the city and and all it says, this is what it says on the agenda. Resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into a memorandum of understanding between the city of Huntsville and the Flock Group Incorporated. 
I'm glad they somebody held this. I don't remember who it was, but um, it, I, I'm pretty sure that it was so uh, that it would be a more transparent about this what what this is. But this is th this company is all about um, camera surveillance, um, and the police chief came up and spoke um, because they were the sponsors of wanting this MOU between the city and this flock group incorporated. The chief spoke and he was talking about, uh, you know, the criminals the, in the city and, um, and, and how he, you know, we needed to catch him and this was a good way to catch. And he said, these people, with all the disdain in his voice that he could muster, I don't know about you, but that's a dog whistle in my ear, okay? Um, also, he never, there was never anything offered up about how, how the camera surveillance to, could lead to exonerating people. Wouldn't that be nice? Other end of the spectrum. We're not concerned about that. Another one that was held up had to do with a, a resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into a services agreement between the city of Huntsville and Alicourt.com, unanimously adopted. Uh, I don't know who held it, but I have the feeling they just wanted um, us to know what a good job they were doing with bringing the the highest possible charges against somebody that they would be allowed to. Alicourt is a, keeps records of people's um, convictions and charges in the state of Alabama, apparently. And so you need to, if you're going to, if you're, um, you know, district attorney or somebody's going to bring charges up against somebody, or um, you need to know if the, how many priors they've had so that so that we can charge as harshly as allowed was ex was what was said that is that's an an undesired how about helping people as much as we possibly can instead of thinking we need to charge people as harshly as allowed maybe I'm a big pollyanna you can say that but um I just think our attitude as a city uh, could maybe use some adjustment. Uh, item O was also held, a resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into an agreement between the city of Huntsville and Family Services Center Incorporated for new construction of a single family house at 6102 Tuscaloosa Drive Northwest using capital letters HOME funds. I don't know what the home funds are. Obviously, it's fed. It's um, not necessarily federal. It's some sort of government funding that's helping Family Services Center to build this house. And they said in the discussion that for this singly, single, um, a single family home that is supposed to be affordable housing, they spent $180,000. I don't understand how affordable housing comes out like that. I just don't understand. Um, uh, uh, just tell me where that money's going. I'm confused, okay? Once again, maybe this government funds should be um, 
not turned over to somebody else, an incorporation uh, for profit motive use, but should be handled by the city. Um, Maybe we could start building our own public housing. I, I know that that flies totally in the face of the neoliberal ideal, but there you go, okay? Um, somebody explained to me a $180,000 house that's supposed to be affordable housing, and it's single family. I That just doesn't, there's a little bit something there that doesn't add up to me. But on the other hand, I don't build houses, so maybe I'm just, you. somebody could clue me in. Um, uh, then on to new items for introduction. Um, these are all introduction of ordinances. Two of them, I think, yes, were for annexing land. Anybody who knows me knows I'm always suspicious about the city gobbling up more land. We need to build up, not out. We need to leave intact our resources closer by because the future is well let's just say uncertain okay um and a couple of other things there were introducing ordinances about who knows what they're about somebody please one of them is about the salary plan i guess that's sort of you know, but another one's an ordinance about an ordinance. I This stuff is, I don't get it. Anyway, it was the end of the night by then. And so now we get come to the second uh, public comments time in, in which people are uh, allowed a, a freer reign. And we did have some public comments then. A gentleman named John Price spoke, um, very angry about uh, how um, the... Officer Darby got such special treatment um, even after he murdered somebody and even after he uh, even after he was convicted etc. Okay? And he was livid and I don't blame him. Um, Then our favorite uh, irascible old lady got up and spoke, Jackie Reed. Um, and she, uh, I don't know, she always has her beef about pulling down the, the um, parking garage and building a new city hall. Um, uh, but she did say something this night that, um, that really I did give her a small um, ovation afterwards. She said that she felt like planning and developers were in bed together. And I will have, hopefully... Um, in a future broadcast, I'm going to go back to that final episode, not episode, meeting of the City Council of 2021 and tell you a little bit about some things that were said in there that basically bear that out, that there is a special understanding and relationship between our planning commission and developers for profit entities, right? Um I think that our planning commission needs to enter into some special relationships with things like sustainability commissions, um, uh, you know, green energy, um, uh, you know, forward-thinking things. 
because I'll tell you what, the developers are not developing affordable housing for one thing. They cut down trees. Yeah, anyway, I could go on. I think you get my drift. They're clearly, to me, seems to be a special relationship. Of course there is. Because who is interested in making money by having a special relationship with the planning commission? The developers. We just have to guard against, you know, it's basically a problem with lobbyists, right? We got to watch out for this stuff. After that, Sarah got up and again was talking about paying murderers, keeping murderers on the um, payroll. I think we know who she was talking about. That would be Officer Darby again. While she was speaking, uh, Frances Ackridge started just shaking her head. Um, and then uh, she also brought up again the issue of inadequate public transportation in our city. Um, man, wouldn't it just imagine if you could just go to your nearest bus stop and not even care about what the schedule said, that you knew that you didn't have to wait very long before the bus would come and you could get somewhere. Um, and that it would run until at least late at night, you know, instead of cutting off at the close of business. Oh my God, I mean, seriously? Um, anyway, afterwards, uh, Francis Ackridge made some comments about how um, employers have to stand behind their employees. Uh, speaking about, I believe, about how the, the police chief um, had to stand behind his employee, Officer Darby, uh, because that's what employers do. Well, first of all, I don't know that that's necessarily true. And second of all, I was kind of wondering if anybody knows um, Councilwoman Ackridge's uh, uh, track record with standing behind her employees. This that has was been HSV Progressive. Thanks for stopping in. Don't forget to rate and share and subscribe. And I'll see you again next week. Please uh, find me if you have some input uh, at Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers on Facebook. I want to destroy